0: my driveway and you know what that means it's time for another episode of the filthy net deckers podcast (laughs) this week marks episode 16 that's four months of the greatest podcast you've ever listened to i'm nate known around these parts as the george washington of magic deck builders you see he never built a magic deck by himself either i'm here (laughs) with the grand champion of the magic arena mtg facebook group and fellow filthy net decker, Tony. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. The champion Congrats, is here, <laughs> Tony.
1: Congrats. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. Um, yeah, you I've took won
0: that whole thing down, huh? Yeah, I
1: won seven games in a row to uh, become the champion there, or seven matches in a row. So, I think I lost a total of three games. Wow. Out of all seven matches. Wow. So, yeah, being a filthy net decker is what gave me the win. Yeah. I think a lot of people just weren't. You know, they brought their own homebrews to a 30 like, tournament.
0: Nope, I'm going to go on untapped.gg, take the best deck there, copy it over, and play it. Yeah, it's easy. That's all <laughs> you have to do. Just be a filthy
1: ned hacker. Be a filthy. <laughs> There's no net-decker. shame in this. So, we've got a historic episode today. <laughs> um, We. I think we have some deck lists, I think. Do we? But if not, do we have I don't time know. for deck lists? We got so much to talk about, Tony. <laughs> we really do. Um so remember a couple of weeks ago when we were going to go over our top ten lists for a historic jumpstart?
0: Well, hey, let's do it this week. What do you think? Honestly, if I knew how much we had to talk about this week, I would have just done it last week or the week before. Would have done it as we planned, because we have so much other stuff to talk about. Yeah. That historic horizons just seems like a little blip in all of this other stuff. You mean we're talking about
1: the entire next year of magic?
0: Yeah, they did a preview stream oh of this the Lord. other day. Ooh, it was good. I uh I did a uh, watch party on my uh Twitch channel, Twitch backslash MTG. Twitch slash Darth Heretic MTG.
1: Yeah, at least you know I don't your, know your my own, own like... Twitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least I know my own, not uh, Twitch.
1: Yeah, but like. this was an hour long episode that they had where they just, just like, kept hitting us
0: over and over and over again
1: with new. Oh fun my god! Things.
0: So much, so much stuff. I enjoyed so, it. Yeah, 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 I did too. I I, mean, I had fun doing the watch party too. We did have a great time. You, it was something you threw together real quick. Someone threw it up in the chat. Was that you? I don't know.
1: I mean, it was someone brilliant. That's all I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was either you or Warlord Wolf, but it was you, me, Warlord Wolf, and Espina, and John True. We just sat there watching it and talked. I had a lot of fun with it. Oh, don't forget.
1: We had that other, we had someone else, Gnome, in the tavern or something.
0: Oh, yeah. There was another person who uh, entered real quick. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, we'll talk about that and then we'll do our, uh, what, what do you have for Jumpstart Historic Horizons?
1: Um, what are you doing for that? I've got just a top 10 list of cards that I want to see, just
0: like we have been for the other uh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I did something different this time. What?
1: Why didn't you talk to me about these kind of things? Because it's more fun to mess with
0: you when we oh get into my. the podcast. Oh so, well, either mine way, is I'm still doing a top 10 thing. list. Okay. Mine is still a top 10 list, but I'm doing a top 10 list of Jumpstart Historic Horizons, the deck packs that I want to play. Okay. Interesting. And within that, cards. Within that, I want to play within those decks. So, the way this works... You know, uh, we'll explain it when we get there. Yeah, true. But yeah, that's what I did this week instead. So, you've got your 10 cards. I've got 10 packets. So, yesterday, for us yesterday, a couple days ago, they uh, had the big Magic Showcase 2021 announcing all of the next year of Magic. And there's so much good stuff. Within this, Tony... Honestly, what's your favorite? What's the one that makes you the most excited out of all of this stuff that they announced?
1: Honestly, the the newest uh, the the new set called uh, Streets of Nucapena with the crime yeah? the crime boss families. Like that just seems really fun
0: with the three color crime families. Yes, yes. I
1: still want to know whether it's shards or wedges, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I yeah, no. just, just the whole crime world. That sounds so mm. much fun to me.
0: Hearing a brand new magic world. It's a new world. Yep. It's the only new world we're getting next year.
1: Yeah, but I mean, when Kamigawa comes out, I mean, it's sort of a new world. It's like thousands but of years not, in the future.
0: But it's not a new world because it's Kamigawa and everyone's excited to go back. Yeah. It's enough of a new world that they could be like, yeah, we're not just remaking old Kamigawa, but.
1: I, I have a feeling it's going to be so much different than the last Kamigawa. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Okay. So you want to just like go down the bullet points and um, mention each one? Because yeah, absolutely. Um, I've already bought yes. my secret layer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the first thing they talked about. Was you're a secret layer whore, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I just um,
0: I saw those new planeswalkers.
1: Kind of are. The old border planeswalkers. Oh, those
0: are gorgeous. Oh. Those oh, are the. I loved it. Those are the only ones that I'm like really into. So I bought, I bought the full bundle that, like, the one of
1: everything that they have. Yeah, yeah. And because then you're, because you're a secret layer ore. I mean, a little bit, but I only get the good ones. So, like, I didn't get any of the the summer super drop because I didn't seem to like any of those. The sum, What
0: was the summer super drop? Uh, it was only they was just that the had... one with the basic. Was that the one with the basic lands with all the text on it? Yes, yes it was, yep. It's funny because that was the one I wanted to buy all of, but when I went, oh, I have the money to purchase, it was done two days ago. Yeah, that happens sometimes. And I'm over it, whatever. The only one I'm really disappointed about are those uh, basic lands with all the text on it. The full text, sure. I'll buy one of those secret layers off the uh, black market.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Secondary market, sorry, not black market. <laughs> Whatever. It's the same thing. Yeah, so I bought the,
1: the the super drop that has one of everything, and then I bought three of the uh, Planeswalker ones, because I it,
0: I have a deck. I... You want to play four of those Teferis,
1: oh, don't yeah, you? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then I'll probably... Because uh... that's really what I got it for, was the Teferis and the Carnes. Deck mm-hmm. Faden, while amazing and the greatest thief in the universe, probably... Is is... not
0: in a format you play. Yeah. Like Cube, but what am I going to do with that? Mm-hmm. I'll just
1: sell it to other people who need it for their Cube.
0: Hmm. So, but yeah, I, I... it's a new secret layer. I love secret layers. I know you do. Um, the artist series are okay. There's a, uh, Joanna Voss. Joanna Voss. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I apologize. <laughs> um, I do like that the flavor text on these four. Did you see this? No, no, I didn't. The flavor text says, "Whispered memories by Joanna Voss. Winds through silent bloom, brushing hair against your face." Just one more moment. It's a haiku. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you yeah. put them all together and it's a haiku. That's pretty cool. I know you like flavor text. I do. I, to point I do that like out flavor text. I don't think I looked closely
1: enough at any of them except for that one. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be going over this with you guys at the same time. And uh, I like the is for Blockers one. <laughs> I, I love it. So when... I, when I first read Math is for Blockers, I unfortunately got to see why they were saying it before I looked at it and was like, mm-hmm. why are these like this? But yeah, all the um, power and toughness spell out pie, which is
0: yep pretty sweet. I think that's funny as hell. Just it's just funny. I, why? Because we can. <laughs> that's why. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, the, then they have a Kamigawa bundle. They have, they have another artist series, Thomas Baxa, with some uh, great-looking creatures. I, I gotta obnoxious.
1: say, I love the art on these. Oh, they're gorgeous. It's so much not-magic art, and I think that's what I really like
0: about them. See, it kind of screams old-school magic to me. Uh, it's it's too good to be old-school magic. Maybe. It is not outside of magic enough for me to go, I need to get it.
1: Okay. Well that's why I only got the one, just because mm-hmm. you know. But like the cameo the crescent moon. I don't know. That just that fat dude. Yeah, pretty he's, sweet.
0: He's cool looking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one is a Kamagawa bundle with a bunch of Kamagawa legends. Yeah. Well, in a cool style. Oh, the, a cool actually style. actually that's
1: the one I was talking about. What is the You were talking about Yeah, that's the one that I liked, that art.
0: The Kamagawa legends?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And then there's the uh artist series Thomas Baxa.
1: Is that the one with the Sanctum Prelate? Prelate? Spell-sky of
0: Sire of Insanity, Sliver Hive Lord and Obnixilus Reignited? Oh, okay. Yep. If we yep. were talking about the same stuff, Tony. No, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh the Kamigawa ones don't yeah. look anything like magic cards. Okay, they look cool. like
1: So now we're I on the agree same page. with that. Yep.
0: Yeah. But these ones look like old school magic cards.
1: Again, the, the these Slumber are Hive these are far too good to be old school magic cards.
0: I don't disagree that they're far too good to be old school magic cards, but that's still, you know, that Sire of Insanity, that brings me back. You know, that's like, you know, that stuff just reminds me.
1: Mm-hmm. I love I, I love that like... upnixless art.
0: Um, Teferi's time, trouble is for me. The rest aren't for me. That's all. Yep. I'm not, I'm not really the type of person that goes, this doesn't belong in magic. I didn't think I was at least. Yeah. Um, so m- moving on to the next stuff that was announced yesterday. Um, Innistrad Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow. But they're still coming. Yep. Yeah. We knew about that. They didn't that. really tell us much. Yeah. But they're coming. And then it says Magic in store and beyond 2021. And they're bringing back... Uh, store championships. So I love store championships. As your store
1: champion, I bet you do, Tony. <laughs> I am store champion many times over. Um, I'm just hoping we get eight people to show up to the store championship. There's been many times in my store, at least, where nobody takes it seriously. And like, there, there were two times, because I show up to every single one of these or I used to. When I was what the only day person. on? Usually a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah, I work Saturday. If it's a Sunday, I can make it. Yeah. Saturday, I can't. I'll make sure it's a Saturday then. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to be the store champion. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we've had it where I was the only person to show up a couple times. Because the people in my store just
0: don't take well, it seriously. That makes sense how you became store champion. I can't, <laughs> see, you winning. I can't see you winning a tournament at all, Tony. <laughs> I have. I,
1: I've beaten quite a few people. But anyway. Yeah, but not when I'm in the tournament.
0: Yeah. I've beaten you before.
1: Maybe not recently. Um, but the cool thing about these store championships, and the thing that I am most excited about, aside from the great cards, are Brelv, Collected Company, and Worm Coil Engine. Um, oh yeah, they're gorgeous. My favorite thing, and I can't believe they actually
0: did this, they put the store I, on the card. I think that's amazing. I think going to a tournament with four Worm Coil Engines or four Collected Companies... That all match, except they have your four favorite stores on them. Oh, oh that's going to be fantastic. Oh, You know, or, yeah, you could do four of the store you work at, or, you know, four. But the four stores that you go around and play as, as a player who plays at, like, 12 different stores, I just want a collected company from, like, all of the stores I go to. But there's only going to
1: be eight per store.
0: I know. These things are going to be hard to come across. I know, especially for a specific store you want, but that's what I mean. Like, I want a Toy Soldier collected company. Yep. I do. I want one.
1: Maybe I'll let you borrow my worm coil engine after I win.
0: Yeah, hey, I don't think you're going Zing,
1: zing, zing, zing.
0: <laughs> I don't think uh I will let you borrow my worm coil engine after I win. <laughs> we can at least both get collected companies. Yeah, th- very interesting, very cool. Um the fact that they are uh, bringing back store championships. It's cool. Yep. finally, and this is a great way to do it. I, like a plus, a plus on this Wizards.
1: I don't know where they came up with the idea, but it's fantastic, and I'm I'm so happy they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's also commander parties for pre releases now too.
0: I saw that. That's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know exactly how it's
0: going to work, but it, yeah, they didn't really go into one it. One thing
1: but... they said was, it's not important to win. It's just important to show up and play. Mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that with the commander events that we run under our store. It's not important to win. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets the same prize, except the winner gets an extra pack. It's mm-hmm. literally like, just, just come down and have fun. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The next thing that came, they talked about were uh pioneer challenger decks. Yeah. I am very excited to hear that pioneer is actually getting some support. Mm-hmm. So we haven't heard know, anything you're a about. Huge it. pioneer fan. I do like. I when it first came out, I sold a lot of my modern stuff just to make sure mm-hmm. I had enough pioneer stuff. And we also need did you some money. There, did you
0: so. happen to see the? Um, did you happen to see the deck lists?
1: I haven't seen the deck lists yet. Um, Are they on th- there?
0: Yeah, they're right there. Okay. I mean, um, I know all these decks, so I know pretty much what's in them. You know pretty much what's in them. The real question is. What are they going to give you out of them? You know what I mean? They're not giving you all of the proper lands out of them, are they? I don't know. I didn't read it, I told you. But but you know off the top of your head that's not what you're getting. So that's what I looked at. I looked at the mono red burn deck and was like, yep, that's a mono red burn deck. I have every single one of these cards to build this deck already. Because I play burn a lot. So of course I own all the burn cards. Yeah, of course.
1: It actually, like, the the Burn Lust, it seems pretty bad. Like, I'm just looking at it, and there's nothing of value at all in this.
0: Nope. The Soulscar Mages, maybe? Torture Defiance on the sideboard? I don't know what Torture Defiance goes for right now. Maybe 15 bucks, I think? Yeah. Chandra's got a Chandra. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't think any of them have, like, huge um, money in them. The Lotus Field combo, I think, does. Like Lotus
1: Field is definitely a few bucks.
0: Yeah. And thespian you stage get four... along with it too. Is thespian stage an expensive card? I own like five of them. I've Got a bunch of them. Oh, I don't thought... And like the four Yavimaya Coast, is that really worth running? Yavimaya no. Coast, a card oh God, worth no. running? No, you you exactly. you have to you, uh, swap all that out for sure. Somewhere I uh, saw a. Uh twenty dollar upgrades for each of these decks. Okay. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then the Orzov Aura list looks okay. You get four Sram, four Hateful Idolon. I look at this Orzov Auras deck, and do you know what I think? Duos would love this deck. Yeah. This is an Duos deck right here. Does he does he play that on Arena? The... Yeah, yeah, loves loves the aura's deck on arena Uh, this actually comes with four of the concealed courtyard okay so that's worth it I like that yeah I mean four caves of colos I don't think is worth it but no no you no. would you would remove those right away but they're you know like you said it's pioneer stuff yeah yay pioneer stuff
1: yep and that's it I just I'm, I'm super happy to see pioneer decks mm-hmm. and see them supporting it commander collection black
0: yeah. Um. I have never bought a commander collection. I probably won't buy this commander collection. I might buy this Sol Ring. So I bought the commander collection green, the uh the premium
1: one, of course, because I gotta get foils. And well, see if I can't <laughs> play it. What's the point? I, I haven't even opened it, honestly.
0: I, but I guess in com I guess in commander it doesn't matter as much as in a like tournament magic right and this stuff is all just for commander
1: mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'll definitely be getting the premium version of this too yeah because it's no matter what you're going to make your money back on it and especially if you're just holding on to it until the future mm-hmm. which I do that a lot on different things um, yeah you'll just hold you'll just hold it and not touch it yeah, yeah I've got a bunch of commander decks that I haven't even opened I've got the commander collection green that I haven't opened yet Mm -hmm. And they're just pretty cards. Like, I can look at them online and look at them. So I'm assuming this is going to be just as good. And it's got Toxic Deluge in it. And that reanimates
0: gorgeous, too. Yeah,
1: it is. (sighs) In a Strad double
0: Features coming out. Yeah, that's, uh... As someone who doesn't draft, that's, like, only okay to me. As a... Here's a draft set from the last two where we haven't really... It's been a while since you've drafted two sets together, huh?
1: It, it's been a long time. Yep, since before Have... Dominaria. So that's been years. Exelon.
0: Exelon and Rivals of Exelon. W- weren't they? Weren't they uh, drafted together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. So yeah. I want to say that was probably the last time. <sighs> that was so long ago. So it's been a while since yeah. you've drafted two sets together, and that used to be the w- only way you drafted was multiple sets together. The first set would come out, and you would only draft the first set, and then when the second and third sets came out, you would draft them all together. Mm-hmm. See? I don't draft, but I know this stuff.
1: <laughs> and that's why the third sets never got opened all that much, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: you were always drafting the first one, the second one, and you the third drafted. one. Yeah. And so the first sets always had a ton of cards opened and they weren't worth as much.
0: And with this uh, Innistrad double feature, it's going to, that's where you're going to get all of your unique uh, special art treatments and every card in this is going to have a special art treatment. I think that's kind of cool. Is
1: that what they said? Did I miss that? That's cool. Oh yeah. 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 That's Every card. I missed that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's, that'll be cool. I won't touch it myself. My but question very is very interesting, cool concept.
1: How much is that gonna cost for a pack? Because that's gotta Correct. be worth
0: more than the regular mm-hmm. packs. Absolutely. <sighs> and then like just the next year of standard releases. Yeah. Next year standard looks like it's gonna be awesome. I'm very excited for it. So we got um Kimigawa new Neon Destiny. Neon Dynasty.
1: Dynasty, dynasty, not I destiny. Yeah, I, I can't read. I feel like you. <laughs> neon dynasty, neon dynasty. Yep.
0: Yeah, future, future Kamigawa. If all the cards
1: look like this one that they're uh, showing by Brian Sola, it's going to be so cool.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the, they, it's the almost word like an... neon is there for a reason, Tony.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's not kidding. <laughs> It's just, it's so cool looking.
0: I completely
1: agree. I don't know how, like, I don't know if it's just Kamigawa because, like, the architecture is going to be like that, or if there is going to be, like, a spirit, mm-hmm. like, theme. feel to it. I can't imagine that there is, but, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I don't know. I guess. Let's hope.
0: There's a reason why it's Kamigawa and not another unique world. There's a reason for it.
1: I feel like it's just because so many people have been asking for it recently.
0: I hope it's not. I hope there's an actual reason for it. Okay, I just noticed
1: something in this art. What's that? Uh, the origami
0: cat that's on the guy's shoulder. Oh, the raccoon? Yeah. Is that a raccoon? That's... One of uh, the people... Hold on, let me see if I can't find the Twitter th- thread real quick. One of my uh, friends, whose name just happens to be Tony as well. Wow, oh, it's a good name. Posted up, Raccoon, origami, cyberpunk, kamagawa, er, (laughs) technology? Rocket. It is Rocket Raccoon right there. Ah. So so shout out to Tony for uh, Raccoon, origami, cyberpunk, kamagawa, er, technology. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there's a little raccoon on the shoulder. A little origami raccoon, and it's adorable as hell. Yeah, it really is. And then after that, we get the set that Tony is most excited about:
1: the streets of New Capenna. New Capenna. Hoping I pronounce. Yeah, no, that's what they said. New Capenna. Yep, it's supposed to be like a, a dirty, gritty, almost like a nineteen thirties,
0: nineteen twenties mob boss crime story. That's what they said it was going to be, and I'm like, oh sure, sign me up in magic, awesome.
1: Yeah, and the the uh, the styling. On, mm-hmm. I assume that's Ob Obnixilus right there. Yeah. It's gotta be. Looks just like him. And just like his clothing. It's so, mm-hmm. so neat. I mean, I guess it's actually armor,
0: but... It looks awesome. And
1: it, everything it they said
0: about it is awesome. The three color uh, crime families seems like a really cool concept. Like you said, yeah. whether they're shards or wedges, who really cares? The last time we had was, uh, wedget, it was wedges, right? Uh... Mm-hmm. The last one with uh, Mardu and all of those was wedges, so this will probably be shards, though I feel like I'm looking at a Mardu card. It definitely has Mardu colors. Yeah, I feel it's definitely a red and black card, but what the other color in there is, is the big question. Yeah, makes sense. And then we are back to Dominaria again with Dominaria United. Yeah, I'm excited to go back to Dominaria. It's an all-time classic. I'm excited as well. It looks like it's going to be great. They didn't really give us much except for, yeah, we're going back to Dominaria. That that's all. Yeah, I'm
1: sure not everything's like set in stone yet. Still, too.
0: Yeah, but it it's cool that they say you know we're going back to Dominaria, and then for the set after that, we're going to stay in Dominaria. We're staying in Dominaria, but going back, but going back in time to the Brothers War. And holy hell am I excited for the Brothers War. <laughs> the artifacts in the set are going to be amazing.
1: Oh, it's going to be so good. So the, the art they showed has like thopters
0: and these giant tank things.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it going to be nice.
0: And then Urza just standing down tiny in the middle of all of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I assume we're going to get a new Urza and Mishra card, which is going to be would nice. Be. Urza Planeswalker? Mishra Planeswalker? Mishra Planeswalker? Or were they Planeswalkers at this point? I have no idea, but let's uh, hope we get an, Ur- an actual Urza Planeswalker card. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then I assume we're going to get, like, Taunos and... Uh, uh, what was the other helper?
0: Oh. I don't know. They, they had don't. other assistants, too. I wasn't I wasn't playing Magic at that time, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right, I'm old. Yeah, you're much older. <laughs> um, And that's, like, the next year of Magic. Those are the next sets. And then after our next year of Magic, somewhere within our next year of Magic, we're getting the set that I personally am most excited about. The thing I freaking love from Magic the most. (laughs) A new unset. Yeah, I I like unsets, but I'm not super excited about it. I love unsets. And this one is Magic in Space. It's a space carnival amusement park. So that Sci-fi. part, I love. I think that's going to be hilarious. I can't wait to see what they do with this. Um, they did not say this was coming to Arena. No, it's not coming to Arena. I want this to come to Arena. They can't. Like Why so many not? other stuff, I'm sure. Okay, look at every other unset
1: before. Okay, you gotta okay. put the card
0: on your hand. It's got a lot of physical things to it. Damn, do I love unsets though. And if they have an unpre release, I'll go to that. Oh yeah, I, we'll definitely have on pre-release. If I get a bonus for going in a costume, boy, will I do that! <laughs> like uh, unsets are just so much fun. I have unsanctioned up on my wall. I have so many unglued cards. I collected so much unglued as a kid. So much. I enjoy of that.
1: it, but as someone who really just plays constructed Magic, it's like okay, it's a cool thing. It's cool to look at. Lots of fun to laugh at,
0: but then I'm never actually going to play these cards. Why not? They're so much fun to play. Where am I going to play them? Against other people who enjoy playing unsets, Tony. I'll play an on game with you anytime. Anytime. Then I have to make a deck. How am I going
1: to make a deck? There's no decks that I can filth in that deck. Build your own, Tony. Ew. Gross. Build your own.
0: All right, moving on.
1: <laughs> but no, I am I am excited about it, by the way. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's not it's not going to be a thing that's for me too much.
0: Yeah, no, this I'll is I'll do the ugh.
1: pre-release. I'll have fun doing that, but
0: this is 100% for me. Can't wait. Uh we got a new Commander Legends coming out yeah, soon. Yeah, I thought that was uh, very interesting. Me too, especially because
1: it's another Dungeons and Dragons, uh, The Battle for Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. Yeah. It should be. I mean, I a new Commander Legends is going to be great because it's sold well at my store. A lot of people are excited for Commander, mm-hmm. and a lot of people in my store, especially, are excited for the D and D set. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting them both together. Uh, this is going to be a this is going to be a home run.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be great. And people don't seem to like their universes beyond mixed in with standard or like in with the actual sets. This is a great place for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is perfect. This is. I don't mind the universes beyond the Dungeons and Dragons being standard legal, but that's me personally. Other people seem to throw their arms up and protest about this stuff, so this is a great place for it. See, I don't don't have a problem at all with it.
1: Yeah. They're all just cards. Like, whether... Exactly. uh, It's not a big deal. Sure. (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, I guess I wouldn't want Rick from, you know, The Walking Dead in my standard. But, Whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's a,
0: it's at least a fantasy. That
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep. stuff. It, it, it at least it fits with the magic world, and yeah. that's what I like. Is it blends really well with the magic world?
1: Like, do I want to see a space carnival
0: in real magic? No, probably not. Oh, <laughs> why not? That would
1: be fun. Because it doesn't fit. Like, honestly, I didn't even like Kaladesh that much. I didn't. I thought that was too advanced. But, okay, you know that was just me. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I like I like the true fantasy. Give me swords and elves and dragons. Guns are just too far for you though, huh? Guns are too far, trains are too far. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to complain about it.
0: I just it's not for me. I hear you. I want it a little more fantasy based. Also coming out next year, Double Masters 2022, Ugh. which means uh you'll get two rares in each pack. Two rares in each pack. I'm assuming that the uh, collector boosters are going
1: to be just as expensive as the last ones.
0: Yep. That's the master
1: set. $125
0: per pack last time. It's ridiculous. It's dumb. It was awesome. It's a a way to get reprints out there, and that's good. Yep. Yep.
1: It's just, it it was a lot like opening, like doing a scratch ticket, basically.
0: Getting a little lottery ticket. Are you going to get
1: more than you spent? Hopefully. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't, have, I don't have the money to do lottery tickets. I spend too much on sleeves.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of sleeves, no, 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 we'll save that for next time. Jumpstart
0: 2022. Okay. Um, I mean, I like Jumpstart. I always have we're fun gonna playing it. going to get another yep. Jumpstart set. Okay, yeah. sure. And that's pretty it's... much all it said. That there wasn't any information except for we're going to do another Jumpstart set. Yeah,
1: in the third quarter. We're talking a year from now, probably.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. We're th- we're talking very, very... We're talking... And this will probably come to Arena too, right?
1: Yeah, 100% this will be on Arena. Yeah, this
0: will be on Arena yep. too. So we'll have a lot more cards for Historic and Arena. And I love that cute art. Yeah, the, the art's adorable. <laughs> and the dude's like, don't play with that dog. Don't you be playing with that. And the dog's like, oh!
1: Yeah. And clearly those mischievous fairies gave mm-hmm. that dog that thing. mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Um, we go
0: to Universes Beyond.
1: Ooh, okay. So we got um, a new uh, Warhammer 40,000
0: computer set coming up. So, Tony, (laughs) we watched that stream the other day, and the dude on the stream says Warhammer 40,000 every single time. Now, I don't play this game myself. I have right. never I played this game. I look at the pieces and go, $120, no fake you. And I walk away and I go buy Magic cards for the same price. But anyway, mm-hmm. isn't it Warhammer 40K? So uh, my store in particular sells a ton
1: of 40K stuff. Like it, we're, we sell more than the Games Workshop stores, from what I've been told. Wow. And not a single person calls it 40,000.
0: No one calls Not it pe- Warhammer forty thousand? It's just nobody, Warhammer even 40K. Calls it,
1: nobody even calls it Warhammer forty K. It's just forty K. Where's your forty K stuff? And like right behind you. And then they're like, oh wow, okay. And then <laughs> like, <laughs> like we have we have a lot of forty K. Oh I stuff. know you do. And
0: um it, it's gonna be huge in my store, but nobody's ever, ever called it forty thousand. Warhammer 40,000. Every single time he said it, it was like cringy to me. It was like and nails then, on a chalkboard. The girl called it 40,000 too, because he kept calling it 40,000. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, stop. Yeah, it, it kept hurting me. But yeah, so they're going to do commander decks for Warhammer 40k. Cool. Yeah, cool. Art looked neat. They've got guns,
1: Tony. Yeah, again, th- this is a universes Beyond thing. It's not... magic magic it's okay cool i'm excited to see that that'll be fun
0: i won't understand any of the flavor of it but again not for me but damn does it look cool yep exactly and it will sell oh
1: oh it's gonna sell so much for sure and
0: and just like the other the next one here lord of the rings tales of middle earth that gandalf looks
1: great this is the number two thing i'm excited about yeah This is going to be awesome. I love Lord of the Rings. I did not know you were such a huge Lord of the Rings fan. It was the first um, trilogy my kids ever saw in the theaters. Okay. Like, probably the first trilogy they've ever even seen. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff that, you know, like, yes, yeah, we got to go. So opening day, I took them both each time. It was was great. I love Lord of the Rings.
0: John True and I bonded very much over going to see those Hobbit movies. They weren't good movies, but we bonded over seeing them, so... Yeah, they were good enough. Were they, they were good enough? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was happy with it. You know, I never read the books. Oh wow, okay. I tried to read the first Lord of the Rings book. I got up to the Council of Elrond and was like, I can't. There's way too much singing in these books. Okay, there just just read way the Hobbit. Too much singing. The Hobbit's a nice easy read. Yeah, that's what I'm told. I should read yep. the Hobbit.
1: Don't read the Lord of the Rings unless you. Or de- after you read The Hobbit then you can read Lord of the Rings if you're actually invested in it yeah. and then if you're really invested in it then you can read The Similarian yeah I'm good hard no. to pass <laughs> yeah I know me, me, I'm not that big of a fan <laughs> I started to read that one time I took it out of the library and, but uh,
0: it four is, commander it is decks read. four commander decks and secret layer drops and this is gonna have a full set coming to Arena yeah so this is a full modern legal set also modern legal yes all the way back to modern oh oh i cannot wait until i play a magic tournament where i look at my opponent and go i'm gonna bolt gandalf (laughs) did you play frodo i'm gonna bolt frodo you can't do that because i use the one ring um in response to your one ring i am going to bolt frodo (laughs) (laughs) teferi's protection
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm, i think I'm it's super gonna be fun. I understand. Yep. I I get. I get the people who are going crazy going, all right, I'm going to bolt Gandalf. Well, in response, Iron Man is going to come down and throw the bat net over him to protect him. I get that. I understand people's like, this is going to be crazy. But yeah, that's what's going to happen. Magic is a game. Yeah. Magic is a system as much as it's a game. Yep. And you can put anything into this magic system, and people have been doing it online for years and years and years. People have been doing their own fan cards for years. Mm -hmm. Magic is just making money off of it now. Yeah,
1: I'm excited for this. I um... am.
0: And like I said, I really don't have any issue with blending stuff with magic. Lord of the Rings makes sense. Dungeons and Dragons make sense. But really, does Fortnite make any sense whatsoever in Magic? <laughs> Am I just an old man yelling at a cloud here? Um, it makes it makes no sense at
1: all. But you know what? Maybe this is a way to get younger kids to play. Yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of people, like, their kids are excited for this. And they're excited that their kids now might want to play Magic with it. So I don't know. I'm I'm going to put this on a wait and see if I'm going to get upset
0: about it. The I'm not upset. Silly. I'm not upset. It's just this is this is my line, I guess. I didn't think I had the line, but this is it. Like this makes no sense to be in magic. At least Warhammer makes a little bit of sense. Stranger Things makes a little bit of sense. Walking Dead makes a little bit of sense. Does Fortnite make any sense whatsoever? Um, I don't think The Walking Dead makes a lot of sense. Zombies. I... Dude, this is a game with zombies and humans, and The Walking Dead has zombies and humans.
1: Yeah, but it's not the sure. same kind of zombies. Sure, the, argu- it's not...
0: the argument could be made, there's humans in Fortnite, but Fortnite, I don't know, what do you do in Fortnite? Don't you shoot people and build forts out of, like... You... I, I can honestly say, I've,
1: ne- I've never played.
0: I've never I played Fortnite either. I'll have to ask my nephew. Yeah. See if he's excited. I've got a 10-year-old nephew that I know place Fortnite, so when I tell him they're going to be making Fortnite magic cards, we'll get his impression, see what he thinks.
1: So when I just look at this art, again, the only thing I really have to go by about Fortnite, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a fish man, there's, I I assume that's a person with a bear mask, there's a skeleton. That's a dude in a skeleton costume. We don't know that. (laughs) Sure. Okay, yeah, it's a dude in a skeleton costume. Okay, I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I don't get it either. If it's for you, good, I guess. Like I said, my nephew will my nephew will probably be excited mm-hmm. to be able to put Fortnite cards in his commander deck. And if it makes somebody happy out there... Exactly, right. exactly. Right. It's just maybe this is my line where I'm like, really, Magic? I mean, yeah, even the exactly. next one... Even the next one doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, but I get it.
1: So it's Street Fighter.
0: Yeah, Street Fighter. I've never been a Street Fighter fan myself. I don't think I've ever played a Street Fighter game. I could not tell you the name of this chick right here with three legs. Four legs. No, she's only got two. Um, she, she's she clearly just has four legs. She kicks really fast. <laughs> it, Your eyes apparently, apparently she has a multi-kicker, and I think that's hilarious. Yep, yep. I've been a Street Fighter fan since Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition, I think, came out. I never played much fighting games, never played Street Fighter, never played Mortal Kombat. I have never won a game of Super Smash Brothers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean,
1: like as a kid growing up, that's what we played like all the time when we went over a friend's house. It was always Mortal Kombat. We were playing a little bit of Street Fighter. We were playing uh,
0: Saturday Night Slam Masters. Yeah. nope. the most I ever did was the arcade across the street from my house had Tekken and I played Tekken occasionally.
1: Yeah, see, arcade ones were so much worse. Yeah. No, just staying up late at night with a bag of chips and some terrible dip and mm-hmm. four two liter bottles of soda. Like, that's my childhood right there. Yep. <laughs> and I, I don't know how I'm going to enjoy having Street Fighter characters in Magic. At least it kind of makes sense because they're just strong,
0: legendary creatures. Sure. Will you, know. you uh, be buying that secret layer? You're a secret uh, layer whore. Of course you will. Yes, yes, I. Yeah, you be will. buying that secret
1: layer. Yeah, yeah you
0: will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't buy a Fortnite one, but I, will be, I, I'll probably... I will end up buying the Fortnite one to give to my nephew. Alright, fair enough. I'll, I'll end up buying that as a gift for him. Straight yeah. up, you know, I won't have to. It won't be his mom buying it for him. He won't buy it for himself. The only way that kid will get that is if I buy it for him. So I'll end up buying it for him. Oh, that's nice of you. Nah. Yeah. Am I not going to buy my nephew magic cards he wants? No, of course. Of course you're going to. Of course I'm going to. You have to. to. <laughs> uh, so then they talked about the uh, standard rotation coming up. Yeah. We're losing uh, Eldraine. Woo! Finally. <laughs> no more Eldraine. Yep. Oh, yeah, Theros, and I guess Ikoria, Ikoria. Therios and uh, M21 also rotate out, but... I'm just thinking now, like, what was even in M21 that is
1: leaving? <laughs> Who knows? I, I can't think of a single card off the top of my head.
0: Who knows?
1: Hooded Blightfang, for some reason, is the only one that I can actually picture
0: <laughs> in my head. <laughs> but yeah, there are so many Eldraine cards that we just don't need to be seeing anymore. Yeah, we've, we've just seen too much of it recently. Mm-hmm. And like always, you're going to get renewal egg with goodies, which is, you know, extra packs and stuff to help out the fact that you've lost, you know, I don't know, a couple thousand packs of cards. So here, we'll give you like five or six extra packs and some stuff, you know.
1: I hope they mess up like they did last time and I get two eggs. Yeah. Is that what happened so last time for you? Last time, if you logged in early, like as soon as you could after mm-hmm. their downtime. You opened it, and you got all rares from the previous standard sets. Ah. And they were like, oh, shoot. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. And they went back on downtime. They came back, and you got and another reg. Then... Gotcha. So then you can open that one. And they're like, Yeah, if you got it, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. If not, Whoa.
0: sorry. Hopefully that happens again. Yeah, I mean, I doubt it. I'm sure they learned from their last time. And when uh, everything rotates out, they're going to... Um keep the 100-card Historic Brawl on there hey, permanently. You're
1: going to be excited about that,
0: huh? I am very excited about that. Let me tell you, we talked about uh, we talked about Tilt last week, and the easiest way to combat Tilt is just go play some fun magic, and 100-card Historic Brawl is fun magic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I've been doing most of this week is just playing fun stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fun, stupid stuff. I don't care if I win or lose. Just having fun with it.
0: And then it mentions Jumpstart Historic Horizons, but that'll be our big topic. Uh,
1: You actually skipped over something there. What did I skip over? There's an Arena Open coming up that is Draft. Oh, Arena Open Draft. So I'm super excited about this because I love drafting, first of all. And I'm hoping that we get to use DraftSmith.
0: Yeah. Because it really, really works. Oh, as far as I can tell, it really, really works. That being said, I did stream this week and lose ten thousand coins trying to draft. Like well, actually paid for the draft this time, and it failed. And I'm like, "Well, it's what I get when I actually pay for." it, I guess.
1: <laughs> uh. So, do you think you'll uh, try it?
0: It's expensive to enter. It is.
1: It is. But it's That's just like entering
0: a, you know, PPTQ at your local store. Correct. But when I enter a PPTQ at my local store. I make sure I practice and I make sure I know my deck really well. And I definitely go don't go and do a format I don't enjoy. Okay, so, well, okay, fair enough. I enjoy drafting. So be... I know you do. And I have been enjoying playing the draft decks that I have been getting when I do draft. Yeah. But knowing me, I will put the money in and then, oh, three, drop, cry, flip the computer, <laughs> tilt, you know.
1: Yeah, then you just re-enter.
0: Don't do it. <laughs> don't. We've already talked about that. If you're tilting, don't just re-enter right away. And then uh, the last thing they mentioned on their uh, mat- their showcase was uh, the Netflix show. They lost Joe and Anthony Russo, yep. who did yep. uh, Avengers, and their whole um, animation studio. They yeah, lost they that lost too. like everything.
1: I want to know how this is coming this quickly with.
0: Brand new directors, brand new animation studio, brand new everything. Because we are just finding out about the brand new animation studio and everything. This has been happening already for a while. That's probably true. We are only finding out about it now because they're announcing it. But when they announced Joe and Anthony Russo, it was probably a month later that they went, peace, and left the project. you know yeah. what i mean and now we're finding out about it because we found out that there was like a new direct, a new director's new studio new everything and then like 2 days later it's we have all everything locked in we have a whole bunch of voice casting done we have brendan routh as gideon mm-hmm. yeah I, um, so clearly it's
1: been a while i'm i'm questioning what this uh, show is gonna be like. It's like from everything I've heard about it, this director and this animation studio generally do a lot of like children's programming.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be an animated show. It's I just don't want it to be like a veggie tales type show. It, I don't I... think it's gonna be VeggieTales and it's not gonna be Rick and Morty either. It's not gonna be the adults type style Rick and Morty show I also don't think it's gonna be Veggie tales. I think it's gonna be one of those trying to hit many demographic shows, like the Clone Wars, or like
1: yeah. I would do the Clone Wars,
0: the new Marvel show, the uh, What If animated show. If they do something more along the lines of that, which I, I don't know if you watch the Marvel stuff at all, but What no. If is very, it's. My nephew can watch What If and would enjoy it, but there are many things of What If that I enjoy as well as an adult, even yeah. though it's an animated show. No, I, I, I don't watch uh, What If, but maybe,
1: yeah. you know, but I, I, I've
0: watched The Clone Wars, so. Yeah, and The Clone Wars is very similar where it's, I think The Clone Wars is very, very much geared towards kids. And if you're a Star Wars fan and an adult, you can watch it and get some entertainment out of it. Yeah. yeah and that's I, basically what I was. think that's what this is going to be is it's going to be kind of geared towards kids more. It's definitely not going to be Rick and Morty or family guy or anything like that type style, or even um, what was the name of it? BoJack Horseman. It's not even going to be like BoJack Horseman, which is an adult style show. I mentioned to one of my coworkers, Kyle, that there's going to be a Netflix show. That there's gonna be a magic TV show. He goes, Yeah. I said, Yeah, it's gonna be animated on Netflix. And he goes, Oh, that sounds crap. I said, Yeah. He goes, Yeah, Netflix animation is like the dollar store of animation. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. And I'm like, Wow. Okay, wow. So just knowing nothing else except for Netflix and animated, he was like, yeah. And I'm like, what about BoJack Horseman? wasn't that good. He goes, yeah, but you go to the dollar store to get BoJack Horseman. And while you're there, you're like, oh, I also want something else. Oh, do I really want this Shasta soda? I'm like, all right. Yeah, I get your point. I get your point. All right. So do we have time to do Historic Horizons top 10? How long have we been recording?
1: 53
0: minutes. So yeah, we, we got time. We'll we'll go through it quick. How about that? Yeah, yeah. All right. So what are your top 10 cards for Historic Horizons? Okay.
1: I'm just going to go through this quick because we are short on time. Yeah. So uh, cards I'd like to see, or, or I'm excited to play when this comes up. Uh, the Planeswalker, Sarkin, Wanderer to Shiv. Oh, yeah.
0: Yep. Three in red. Sarkin.
1: For Loyalty, does a whole bunch of dragon stuff. Um, I've been playing a dragon deck, just trying to get it to work, uh-huh. knowing that this is going to be coming soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for it. I think this is going to make an impact. Yeah, I think Sarkin is going to do real good. He's he's the one Planeswalker that I'm excited to play out of the yep. five new ones. Yep. Um, the next one, he's the first sliver. <laughs> uh, but really, this is all the Slivers. I am excited
0: to play this. Uh, slivers I, with I Cascade. Know, I know I you're not a I'm big n- fan, but... I am not a big fan of Slivers, but in this in this format, when you go and actually play Jumpstart, Slivers is on my list. Okay, nice. Of packs that I want to open and play in the thing, Slivers is on my list. Up next, uh,
1: I've only played this card in Draft. And it was amazing in draft. Um, Chainer, Nightmare Adept. Oh, yeah. Two black red uh, for a 3-2. Discard a card. You may cast a creature from your graveyard this turn. Activate only once each turn. Uh, Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, if you didn't cast it from your hand, it gains haste. Mm -hmm. So I saw a lot of different madness cards coming up in this set.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And I'm kind of excited to just try this. I I don't know if it's going to be any good, but... It was great in draft, so mm-hmm. let's try it out. Let's see what happens. Yeah, a will would be very interesting. Yep. Uh, the next one that I have on my list you're going to probably be a little surprised about, but I think it's a great card, even if it does have to do with squirrels. <gasps> uh, Chitter Spitter.
0: Chitter Spitter. I love me a Chitter Spitter.
1: Um, it's two and a green for an artifact at the beginning of your upkeep. You may sacrifice a token. If you do, put an acorn counter on Chitter Spitter. Squirrels you control get plus one, plus one for each acorn counter yeah. on Chitter Spitter. Um, a green and tab it, make a green squirrel. Oh, yeah. So, if you take out all the stupid words on here, right? It does a lot of cool stuff. It gives If any... you take out all the stupid words on here. <laughs> yeah, you know, like acorn counters and squirrels. If you just said put a counter on it, X gets plus one, plus one for each counter on it. Cool. I like it. It's a good card.
0: All right, well, that's the end of our podcast forever now. I'm happy that uh, we did this for a while. I can't no longer talk to Tony. The same way you feel about slivers, I feel about squirrels. I don't know. I don't see how you can like squirrels that much. Because it's fun and ridiculous. Because it's unglued magic in black border. That's why I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like the Not dice rolling thing. in uh, and in uh, the D&D set, too, because it's unglued magic in Black Border, and I love that stuff. See,
1: I like coin flipping, so die
0: rolling is kind of the same thing. Yep.
1: Um, the next card on my list is the Cordial Vampire. The Cordial
0: um, Vampire?
1: Yep. Yeah. Black Black for a 1-1 one, one vampire. When it or another creature dies, put a plus-one, plus-one counter on each vampire you control. Ew. Yeah, like, I don't remember this card from Modern Horizons ew but it seems really good in vampire decks. If vampires are kind of on that like teeter like it's good but it's not good enough. Yeah. This might kind of put it over the top.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, whenever it or another creature dies, not another creature you control. Any right. creature dies. Yes,
1: absolutely. Ew. Ew. Yep. So, I can just imagine making some sort of tokens and then just sacrificing them mm-hmm it's gonna, it's gonna be good it's gonna be very good all right uh
0: hardened scales oh yeah oh absolutely no. so good that that card um, is gonna do amazing
1: stuff in historic again the counters deck is so close Yep. like maybe this is what puts it over the edge mm-hmm kind of hoping so parallel lives
0: Three Oh, green. i love me parallel lives oh, give me parallel me lives and give me squirrel
1: tokens um, so Parallel Lives works the same as Anointed Procession, and... Except it's green. Uh, Except it's it doesn't green. work exactly the same. No, not exactly the same, but it's similar, at least. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Anointed Procession is any token where Parallel Lives is a creature.
1: No. No. Parallel Lives does both. It's any token. If an effect puts one or more tokens onto the battlefield of your control, it puts twice that many of those tokens onto the battlefield instead. Oh, okay. So... Anointed Procession, I think, does one more. Or does it do twice, too. Maybe it's the exact same card. Just in
0: red, yeah, just white, in white, and green. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping another four mana enchantment that does nothing on its own in that deck will actually work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fingers I'm kind of questioning right? it. But another card that might go in that deck and would help is Sanctum Weaver. Uh, one in yep. a green at X mana of... Any one color where X is the number of enchantments you control. Mm -hmm. I'm figuring this is going to go good in that and possibly in um, uh, the Shrines deck. Yep. Um, I've had some luck with Shrines and then some terrible luck.
0: Mm -hmm. Usually it's
1: mana issues, so maybe this will
0: help fix that. But it's still only one color, but it's any color you need, so.
1: Right. Uh, The next one,
0: Uh, Scale Up.
1: Yep. It's a green mana for a sorcery until end of turn. Target creature you control becomes a green worm with base power and toughness 6-4. And then it also has overload for a 4-green-green. Green.
0: Unfortunately, we don't have many infect creatures.
1: You don't need many. You can just have a few creatures on the board. Yeah, but that plus infect is gross. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, and then lastly, um, a deck that I've been trying to get... To do some stuff, and it, it sort of worked with the teleportation circle, panharmonic on deck. Mm-hmm. And so Soul Hoarder, Soul Herder, is coming to Historic. Oh, yeah. Uh, whenever a creature is yeah. exiled from the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on it, and at the beginning of your end step, you may exile another creature you control and return it to the battlefield. It flicks stuff and thing. gets bigger from it flicking. It's gross. It, it's the same thing as teleportation circle, but cheaper, mm-hmm. and it gets bigger and bigger.
0: And easier to kill.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. But, but, but that's oh, okay. It's gross. You should yeah, at least be able great. to get one trigger off of it, hopefully. Yep. Mm-hmm. So those are the cards I'm excited for. Um,
0: it's all decks that I enjoy, and they're all going to get uh, stronger. Yeah. Um, like I said, my, my list is a list of the actual, like, packs I want to play. And... They're in alphabetical order, because that's what order they were in on the list here. So that's how I grabbed them, was alphabetical order.
1: I like that, because so,
0: it's easier for me to find. Correct. So you're going to scroll all the way down to Merfolk, because that's the first one. M? Oh my correct. lord. Correct. The The beginning didn't really seem to have very many I really am enjoying, but the Merfolk one looks like it's going to be a fun deck to play. It's got meru in it, so you'll okay. be able to cast things and untap stuff. It's got, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Sevluin of Sea and Sky to give all your other merfolk ward one, make them harder to kill. Yep. And then with how these are going to work is sometimes you're not going to get the Shaper Apprentice, which is the second card here that says, as long as you control another merfolk, it has flying. You'll get that 25% of the time. 25% of the time you'll get Tazim Mage which a kicker 25% of the time you'll get the core home guide and 25% of the time you'll get the really good master of the Pearl Trident. Hmm. So the good thing about this is every time you see Merfolk, it's actually going to be a different deck. You're probably never going to play the same Merfolk list the same. Yeah, probably not. The dumb thing about it is you're going to have to play this like 18 times this Merfolk deck 18 times. If you want to get four master of the Pearl Tridents, this is so terrible. Correct. The way they've designed this has made it, if you want any specific card, too bad.
1: Yeah. Kind they of. make it very
0: hard to get the rares that you want. Correct. Incredibly hard. Um, The next on my list that I really want to play is Modular. And that uh, Arcbound it. Mouser, Arcbound Prototype, you know, looks like it's going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, They've got the... The randomness of you can get Gaddock the Crown Scourge is one of the cards in this, too. And the other one I really liked was Zabar the Glimmer Wasp. Modular one. If a modular trigger would be, would put one or more plus one plus one counters on a creature you control, that many plus one counters are put on it instead. Uh-huh. You can pay a red to destroy an artifact you control to essentially make this thing bigger itself. By destroying the other artifacts. I can't... I want to try this deck so bad. It looks like it's going to be so much fun to play. Yeah, moving the 1-1 counters around is going to be great. Uh-huh. It's going to be a For lot sure. of fun. Especially if you're able to destroy an artifact you control. You attack with, like, three creatures. One of them gets in. That one is going to kill them.
1: My only problem with this deck
0: is... It's not going to fit in well with the other decks. What do you mean, scaled up? There there are some other decks that'll work real well with. Okay, Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean... When I, I haven't actually looked at all the deck lists, so... Yeah.
1: I mean, when I think of this in
0: ninjas, I'm like, okay, is that really... Mm-hmm. That doesn't really go together. I hear you. I guess the one that's not in alphabetical order is Many Faces, which is actually above these other ones. Many Faced. You're killing me. You're absolutely killing me. I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> this is essentially a shapeshifter deck with a whole bunch of different changelings, and then one King of the Pride to pump them all. I love it. And one Blade Splicer to give them all first strike. And then Blade Splicer to give them all first strike. Yes. It's kind of a ridiculous deck. And it has Deadly Alliance, which costs one less to cast for each creature in your party. Yeah, and Thwart the
1: Grave. Okay. Okay, I like it.
0: Yeah. And I, when I was looking at this, I'm like, this is a ridiculous deck. Many faced, what is this? I I'm, lo- I'm like, that's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, this seems like... This is a lot of fun. I like this deck.
0: And clearly one I added at the end because I uh, put it out of alphabetical order.
1: Oh, um, this is... Oh, uh, no. Never mind. So this had the Esper Sentinel, but it was Sentinel Sliver. So gotcha. it has Slivers in You can get Slivers in this deck, too.
0: There's a chance you can, yes. <laughs> um, The next one I'm excited for is called Relentless. Relentless has a whole bunch of, like, graveyard themes. So your cards are going to come back from your graveyard. You've got Threshold. It has Timeless Witness to bring it back. It has Altar of the Goyf to give target creature plus X plus X. There is now officially a Tribal Artifact in Historic.
1: Hmm. Tribal type is there. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Anything with creature types is going to get a Mm -hmm. little better. And then this one, half the time, you'll get that pool of Vigorous Growth, which... I'm not a huge fan of playing the Momir format, Yeah, but you just give me that Momir ability in this, and I bet you it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think so, too. I, uh... One one person having the ability where the other one doesn't, that's more fun. Yeah, and in a limited environment, too, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Like in Constructed, I'm not going to be playing it. but nope, not in Constructed, but in this format, that'll be fun to do. Yeah, for sure. And then the very next deck list is another one I'm excited to play, Sarkin. Okay, same thing. Yeah, Sarkin. Like you said, you you covered all the reasons for Sarkin himself, but this whole deck is just around Sarkin. It gives all the fun little Sarkin cards that are only in arena, and this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to play this deck as well. And the next one down is called scaled up. That's the next one I'm excited for. Again, this one in modular. If you can get scaled up and modular together, you're winning that. Hardened scales, fastwood yeah. fortification.
1: Yeah, 100%, right?
0: Scale up is in this too, so you put you put this and modular together and you're having a fun deck to play against someone.
1: Yeah, and your I'm, opponent I'm is just going to
0: scoop the two. Yeah, your opponent's just going to scoop the two games, but this scaled up deck looks like a lot of fun. See, it wasn't this a much better way to do it? You did your, you did actual cards, and I'm going through the deck, so that way we get two different views of everything. That's true. And you're actually yeah. looking at the decks now, going, "Oh, this is fun to play." So
1: the only thing I don't like about the um this the way they're doing these Historic Horizons is I, I look at the scaled up deck and I'm like, "Oh, sweet, this is awesome. This is great." And then I'm like, "Wait a minute. Okay, what are the chances I'm going to get this? What are the chances I'm going to get that?"
0: Yeah yeah and the uh
1: it's it's I overwhelming. really
0: want this it really is
1: like i'm actually having trouble trying to figure out what's actually going to be in the decks and i'm like i i i can't do this in mm-hmm. my head like i'm because just going to open how... it up and be like i guess i get this i don't know
0: yep yep pretty much you're not like i said going after a specific card is going to be difficult
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh the next one on my de- on my list that i'm kind of excited to play is sliver hive there two different Sliver decks. Sliver Assault does not look like as much fun as Sliver Hive does. Okay. And the Sliver Hive has the uh, first Sliver. That's why. Like you said, <sighs> Cascading Slivers. If you're going to do it, go big or go home. Yeah, exactly. Cascade Slivers all the way. And if you're one of those people who was lucky enough to get Sliver Hive and... Like Many-Faced, if you get Sliver Hive and like Many-Faced, you're going to do good. Yeah, I'm actually excited to play this in this format. You know, I'm not excited to be facing a Sliver deck in Historic every other match because people will I be don't playing think going them to. all the time. Should I don't think be? it's going to be that good. Oh, no, it's not because Slivers are crap. Anyway, the (laughs) next one I'm excited about is something that's so much better than Slivers. Okay, So much better than Slivers. I'm going to go to Storm? I assume you're going to go? Squirrels. (laughs) Squirrels. Yeah. You know this this is on my list. You know every single time the Squirrel deck comes up, I'm going to choose it because I want four Chatterfang and I want four Chitter Spitter. But unfortunately, you're getting one or the other.
1: Oh, that's so frustrating.
0: Yes. You're not getting both, you're getting one or the other. Okay, so I, I don't like that. I don't I like, don't that like at it. All. Honestly, I don't like it either. I really don't. Okay. I mean, but you were you are right though. I am excited to play Storm as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that Storm deck looks like a lot of fun, mainly because you win with Shatterstorm. Okay. It's true. 75% of the time. The other 25% of the time, you're going to win with gal- Galvanic Relay. Oh,
1: hold on. I got to show the girl. See, this is, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I'm like, okay, Chatterstorm's here. Galvanic Relay. What does this do? Okay. Exile the top card of your library during your next turn. You may play that card, Storm. Yeah, How you do... want the Chatterstorm more. Yeah, 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 of course. How do you win with Galvanic Relay?
0: You will exile cards off the top of your library and then cast them the next turn. You'll win a bunch of them. I don't know. 67% of the time, you'll get the Goblin and Ar- Narcomancer. Yep. And then 33% of the time, you'll get Briggy. So you want Briggy more.
1: I'm assuming. Correct. Yeah.
0: Well, you would say that you think that, but don't you want the Chatterstorm more than the Galvanic Relay? And you get that in the Galvanic Relay, you get less amount of time. I can't. I, my brain is not this big. There's also a 20% chance you can get a Grinning Ingus in this. So if you get a Briggy and a Grinning Ingus in your Storm deck here... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's no, no. stuff you can do. So, uh, yeah.
1: So you can get... Just because I'm not understanding this wholly. You can get a Briggy and a Chatterstorm. Yep. Like, yep. I see just the way they are. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, rows... You can get a Bergie, a Chatterstorm, a Grinning Ignis, mm-hmm. Dragon's Guard Elite. It's not going to be like... I don't know. I don't understand. So,
0: really. okay. So, the deck list up top says there's three creatures. A Goblin Archomancer, a Captain Ripley Vance, yeah. and a one Dragon Guard Elite. Well, yeah. that dra- that Goblin Archomancer, 33% of the time will be a Brigie. okay. That Kaplan Rip- that Captain Ripley Vance, 30- 20% of the time will be a Grinning ingus, 20% of the time will be a Stormkin Artist, and then 60% of the time be a Captain Ripley. That Dragon's Guard Elite, 50% of the time will be a Dragon's Guard Elite, 50% of the time will be the Predator Ooze. No, I don't like it. I don't like this at all. It's going to make it incredibly difficult to get the cards you want. Yep. They've hey. purposefully made it incredibly difficult to get the cards you want. The last one I'm excited for is zoologist. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you can get Lowness, Limer right? Baron. What was that? Does it have lonus in it? What's lonus? Nope, that's in one of the other ones. Oh, lonus is such a
0: good card. One of um, the ones I wanted to put on the list. This is the one where it says the artifact is a chitter spitter. 20% of the time... 50% of the time, it'll be a Chitter Spinner. 20% of the time, it'll be a Verdant Command. And 30% of the time, it'll be a Parallel Lives.
1: Okay. So oh, this I hope is how I never get your the Parallel button. Lives.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because that's... Parallel Lives, though. Cool. That's okay. how you get the Parallel Lives. And that's why it's on here, because I wanted to talk about Parallel Lives. But it was on your list. We don't really need to talk about it. <laughs> but Zoologist <laughs> sure. is how you get that. But again... You only get that 30% of the time you open the zoologist pack. (sighs) And that was my outcome out of going through this list and reading down all of these was if you want a card, just craft it.
1: Yeah, but I don't have enough wild cards. I know,
0: just use your wild cards and craft it if you want a card because you're not pulling it out of this.
1: Well, I'm going to be on vacation for the next few days. And so I will be up at my camp. And in the mornings, I will be playing Historic Jumpstart nonstop. So Sounds
0: good. Yep, that's my plans. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be playing a lot of Historic Jumpstart next week, so we'll probably be talking about a bunch of that on the cool. podcast next week.
1: Yeah, yeah, it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. You can find the Filthy Netdeckers podcast on all social medias, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, TikTok, I tried. I did a couple dances, but it didn't really work out. So maybe next week. <laughs> maybe, maybe next week. Um, our MySpace page has been off the hook. Um, you can find me at MTG underscore Tony. You can find Nate at Darth Heretic on Twitter. Um, Darth Heretic MTG. If you want to find him on Twitch. Oh, that's my Twitch. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I usually, I usually know it. <laughs> um, he does a lot of cool things like watch parties, streams. He does draftsmiths often. If you watch him, you're going to enjoy it. Uh, we always have a good time. A lot of good group of people watch him. Feel free to share your deck lists with us. It makes our jobs that much easier. We appreciate every one of you that listen to this podcast. If
0: Absolutely. you've
1: listened this far, you are now officially a member of the Filthy Fandom. Congratulations. <laughs> You did it. Pew 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 pew.
0: <laughs> I love everyone who can hear the sound of my voice right now. Thank you all. Have a good week. Yeah, that's it. We're done.
1: Bye. <laughs> the podcast.